just get pucks deep, you know, play the corners hard, see if good things will happen for us. Yep. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 10 of Just Dishing It. We are already at number 10. I can't believe it. I'm joined, as always, by my my compadres here, John Toots Tudor and Derek Hoskins, our extremely skilled producer. We'll start with you, Toots. You got some sun there. Enjoying your vacation. How are you? Yep, good. Got some sun. Uh, day three in Myrtle Beach. We're four rounds of golf in. Got a few more days left here, so... Trying to enjoy it before I fly back up to Buffalo on Saturday. Absolutely. Love to see it. Happy for you. Uh, be lying if I said I wasn't a bit jealous, but that's all good. I'm happy for you, man. Derek, what's up, man? How you doing, brother? Not too bad. Old jealous of Tudor's little business trip that he's got yeah. going on. But, you know, you. you know, it's always sunny in Buffalo, New York, so I can't complain. Yeah. Um, 100%. I'm my brain's already zooming. This is another guest that we've got this week. I've been very eager to get on, very excited about this one. We've been talking it talking about it for a while. So let's get right to it. Everybody, please welcome Vancouver Canucks forward, Jace Howerluck. Jace, thanks so much for making some time for us, man. How you doing? Yeah, thanks guys. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to you know shoot the shit and just yeah, you know, tell some stories with you guys. Oh yeah, I I can't wait for it, man. How how was the flight? Get a good stretch in. Everything good there? Yeah, it's just a quick flight today. Uh, it was only like an hour and a half. Uh, we got to Edmonton and yeah, just got a nice stretch with the guys and uh, just hanging out for the night, man. Just uh, trying to trying to get as much rest as we can. Uh, got a pretty grueling schedule ahead of us. Yeah, for sure. How's it, how's that been? I mean, obviously, you know, us being in Buffalo, we we saw a little bit of what it can do you know, just from a fan's perspective to the Sabres, I mean, call that what you will. But I mean, you guys, you seem to come out, you know, quick after your, your pause there, you know, pretty, pretty hot and rolling, you know, so what, what's that kind of been like from the player's perspective, somebody, you know, playing in the games like you? Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, obviously uh, it, it was a little difficult. I mean, but at the same time, you know, you just, we didn't really have any excuses. We had to go out there and play. And I mean, you, you kind of run off adrenaline those first couple of games. And then uh, definitely the last few, I mean, it's, it's been wearing, like it's tough. Like, you yeah. know, you're playing so many games in so little time. And then, and then you miss three weeks just before that. And obviously a lot of us had, had the COVID illness. So uh, it's been tough, but you know, guys been grinding through it. Uh, we've been trying to push every game, uh, you know, play as hard as we can, you know, try and give a good effort out there. That's all we can ask for out of us. So, uh, it's been tough, but, uh, you know, just thankful guys that have, uh, you know, been able to play and uh, there's no actual serious uh, side effects or, or lingering things going on uh, with any of the guys. Yeah, that's that's always, you know, first and foremost, a huge plus. How how have you been with it? I, I mean, you contracted it twice, didn't you? Yeah, no, I got that's it twice. That's so but, tough, man. Oh, yeah, my God. Tough bounce, but uh, the second time wasn't as bad, uh, thankfully. Um, the, they, they say if, if you get it once you, you have the antibodies and, and you are not supposed to be able to get it again, but obviously that's not the case. I got it again. Uh, but definitely <laughs> the, the, the antibodies definitely helped yeah, with, I'm uh, sure. just like feeling, uh, not, not as brutal as I was the first time, but my girlfriend, uh, she got the same, same virus I did the second time. And, uh, she was, uh, she was in one to say the least, uh, 
was no fun, but, uh, you know, she's okay now, but it was definitely a, some, some tough times. Yeah. Thankful everyone's all right. You know, yeah, no, your family, the girlfriend and the, the boys, the locker yeah. rooms family too, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, you guys have a lot to, to cramp. You still got what? Nine games left here. I, yeah. I mean, nine what? games left in like 15 days. So <sighs> yeah, yeah it's, we can crank them out here and then, uh, then yeah, so that's that's the end of it. The end of this crazy season. Yeah, for, for sure, man. Um, I know. We'll, I'm sure that'll come up a little bit more as we go on here. But I'm really curious. Um, I, I know once we get into the to the hockey journey of it, Tudes is going to have a lot of questions. He's our elite prospects, just deep diver and and stuff. So he's going to have some good ones for you. But I got to ask, you know, uh, I'll give you a heads up here. Uh, I was stuck behind a slow group on Myrtle Beach National today, so I got pretty deep in your uh, your elite prospects page here. So we're, we're gonna have some fun with that one. Great, can't wait to hear. <laughs> oh man! But I mean, talk about you know you know early life growing up. Um, you know, you grew up. You were born in was it Saskatchewan, and then you moved to Manitoba. Or talk a little bit about your you know your yeah. upbringing and introduction to the game and stuff like that. Yeah, that's kind of something that uh, most people that don't know me, uh, if they just look online, they don't really understand. I was born in Yorkton, Saskatchewan, but uh, I grew up in a tiny town called Roblin, and it's in Manitoba. But we, we are bordered to Saskatchewan. Like, I'm like 15 minutes from the border, and then mm-hmm. Yorkton's only like 45 from my town. So it's the only hospital nearby. Uh, so that's why people think I'm like born or from there. But technically, I'm from Manitoba and Roblin. That's where I spent my whole life. Uh, as a child and uh yeah dude i uh I, I grew up there small town about probably i'd say like when i was growing up probably like 1800 to 2000 then maybe it might be at like 2500 to 3000 it fluctuates there's definitely a little little growth in the town and the community which is nice uh but yeah i grew up in a small town um huge family i got three older brothers uh younger sister uh very active family uh sports driven um always on the go um whether it's me or my brothers or, or my younger sister, um, we were always doing something. So uh, it was uh, definitely a, a fun upbringing. Um, definitely a lot of uh, 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 good memories and, um, you know, thankful that uh, I grew up in such a small town just because, uh, I don't know, it's just a different lifestyle than uh, than the big city, I, I find. Yeah, I can completely relate to that. Uh, <laughs> similar story, the, the town I grew up in is different than the one I was born in. I ended up moving to the one I was born in, but can definitely relate to that kind of small town feel wherever the hospital is and shit like that. But you, you mentioned three older brothers. How did, did that really, did that give you some, some grit to your game and you know, your competitive fire? Do you think? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah. So we're all two years apart and, uh, yeah, like I, like growing up, I was, uh, a lot of my friends were, were my brother's friends cause they'd be over and I'd be hanging out with the young annoying little brother. Um, but I, I played up in pretty much every sport just because I was so eager. I was always around. I wanted to go wherever my older brothers go. And then, uh, you know, obviously uh, I, I was at that age, at a young age, I was, I was pretty good at what I did. So I was able to get that exception to play up with them. They allowed me, which uh, I think definitely, uh, you know, boosted my, my game, just helped me, you know, always playing against bigger, stronger guys in, in everything, whether it was baseball, uh, you know, soccer, hockey i was i was always competing against kids they're a couple years older than me um so it's definitely huge and then obviously around the house um 
you know, it's it's always something like we had a huge basement where we had uh, pretty much a a floor hockey setup, and uh, there there there'd be some pretty crazy games with friends, and obviously my my brothers. It was uh, it was it was some good times. Um, some obviously times that uh, they they got the best of me, but uh, you know, <laughs> I, I'd like to say I, I got the best of them sometimes too. So, but uh, no, it was, it was all in good fun. Absolutely, Toots. Why don't Why don't you jump in here? Because I know you you mentioned one thing to me. I had to do a double take when I saw it. So I, I want to dive into some of the youth hockey now a little bit here. Yeah, I mean, I guess before we before we get into that too, um, was it always hockey, or was it all about being a multi sport athlete as a kid before you kind of got to the pro game? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, no, it, it was it was definitely multi sport. It was never it was never hockey. It was never just one thing. Um, my dad's just a sports junkie. Like, you know, he just loves, loves every sport. Uh, you know, um, growing up, we, we had the ability to, to play and everything because when you're in a small community, it's not like these bigger cities where it costs an arm and a leg to, to join something or play in something, which, you know, it's unfortunately some people just don't have the ability to do that. But when you're in a smaller town, um, you know, they need players. You know, we're always searching for players. We're looking for, uh, for towns around to, to get to make teams, right? So, um, I was thankful that, you know, uh, I obviously, uh, I think I have uh, the best dad ever. He, he organized pretty much everything. Um, you know, he was, uh, in charge of a lot of the, the teams and making sure things were run and, and, and supported by the community and that. So I uh, just thankful that, uh, you know, he, uh, he cared so much and put so much of his time into, you know, allowing us to, to just go out there and have fun and play. So, um, when, uh, yeah, when it comes to like sports and, and that I, uh, I, I pretty much my two main sports were, were baseball and hockey growing up, but I enjoyed golfing a lot. I, I did all that. But when it came to competitively, I uh, actually played, I played quite high competitively baseball. I played, uh, you know, triple A my whole life. I, uh, I got picked up to go to nationals three times with uh, the team uh, that won it. And so I, I, you know, I played for team for team Canada when I was younger too. So that was, it was serious. I, uh, I actually had to make the choice when I was, 15 whether i wanted to kind of pursue the baseball road or pursue the hockey route and uh i was drafted by kind of my hometown team which is two hours away and i was just always like kind of a, a wiry kid i just you know i uh, i just love to go so i think that kind of my decision to go into hockey was kind of you know it's just it was more fast-paced more you know i i love the game of baseball and stuff but when it came down to it just you know my heart was with hockey and uh so I had to make that decision, which was a tough one because, uh, you know, I just love playing all the sports. Like I, I just, I love baseball. I still love baseball, but when you had to, you know, commit to something, it was tough, but made that commitment and, uh, you know, obviously think it was the right choice. Um, and then, yeah, just kind of ran with it from there. Yeah. I mean, right around, I mean, 15, you said you made that choice and, mm -hmm. um, did a little research today and, um, I, I need you to let me know if this is a typo because I kind of read it like three or four times just to figure it out. But U15 um, with the Russell Rand, mm -hmm. I've got 54 games played and 264 points, 138 goals, 126 assists. Is that is that a real thing? Yeah, that's 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 the real deal. Um, obviously, uh, some pretty pretty wild numbers, but uh, at that age. Uh, I played in like obviously the only league we had around. Uh, I think there was probably like I'd say twelve to sixteen teams. I don't know exactly, but we had a fair amount of teams. Um, but uh, like like I said, my hometown was Roblin, and then the closest I guess nearby was kind of Russell, which was thirty minutes away. 
and uh, we we didn't have enough players um, growing up. We just we, to make a team. So um, you know we made the we made the decision to combine with Russell, and uh, and they had a lot of good players. I had one of my cousins that uh, that lived and played down there, so I got to play with him. And um, we were we were a really good team. Like uh, it it was obviously not the best league. It was obviously a I guess like an A league, but at the same time, like my like like I said, my dad and them would organize stuff where we would go play in like a quad A tournament in Saskatoon against all the best top kids that are getting drafted, and we won that tournament. So like, there's nothing to take away from our team. We we were very very good uh, right from the bottom to the top. Like, we had a lot of really good players, and uh, so obviously that made things a lot easier. And um, yeah, it was just it was just one of those years. It was just. It was crazy. It was, <laughs> yeah. Like, obviously, it was, yeah, so that was lots of fun. I'll obviously never forget uh, those those times with those guys and those memories. Still, still, really good friends with you know all those guys that I grew up with, kind of around my towns and stuff. And you know, we still talk about those those times and those memories. And you know, we won some championships together and stuff. So it was it was yeah, it's definitely uh, <clears throat> definitely probably one of my best years. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. It's funny too. I mean. I still, you know, I'm friends with a lot of the dudes I played at like that age with too. But I mean, especially as you know, someone like you being a, you made it to pro like at multiple levels. Like, do you find that now that you, you know, so many of us have that dream of getting to the pros, you actually did it. And like, do you, do you find that you, when you reminisce, it's like, there's it's a little more sweet at that point. You know. Yeah, obviously, when you look back on on things, and obviously the position you're in now, um, you know, you just sometimes wonder, like, oh, how'd I get here? Like, this is, you know, pretty surreal. I'm living my dream, childhood dream. Everyone, you know, you dream of like, I mean, my dream was always to make make the NHL, but just to even play hockey for a living and uh, you know do that is just uh, you know something I'll never take for granted. Um, you know, every day's it's every day for me is a Friday. I guess you could suppose it's it's amazing, man. Like. <laughs> Hey, and I'm super fortunate. Um, I, uh, you know, obviously you make it there, but at the same time, uh, I wouldn't have made it here with, with countless help along the way. Um, you know, like I said, my, my dad being the, the cornerstone there, just making sure uh, I was able to play growing up and, and given that opportunity and, and just being so driven with us and the countless road trips, practices, all that, you know, there's just so much that goes on into, uh, you know, coming to, to where I am today. So, um, it's, uh, it's definitely, uh, you know, it's, you know, surreal sometimes, like I said, when you think about it, uh, as a small town kid coming from there, no one's really made the NHL. Um, yeah. I guess Theo Fleury was in, in Russell. So, you know, you kind of look up to people around there and you're like, you know, he can do it. I can do it sort of thing. And yeah, it just kind of live in the moment, man. You just, uh, every year you keep trying to get better, trying to get bigger, you know, you train, um, and then, you know, when, when the, when the time comes and you're put in those situations where I guess scouts are around or you had a big tournament or a big thing, you, you know, you got to show out. And, uh, that's kind of, you know, I've always had that drive to just want to be the best, no matter, you know, that I came from a tiny town. I, I always thought that mindset and confidence that my dad instilled in me that, you know, I could play with anyone. Uh, so that definitely, uh, that definitely helped, uh, you know, making it, uh, you know, to the NHL. Yeah. I mean, a lot of those, I get, we talked about it earlier. you the three older brothers having some some harsh lessons down there in, in the yeah. basement and the, on the floor and stuff like that, you know, seeing the commitment from your parents, your father, especially setting stuff up, the road trips, like you mentioned, you know, 
what do you have like one moment that you remember you know even like especially somewhat in you know the those younger years your youth where you're like well i, I kind of got a real real shot at something here did, did, is there one that sticks out to you is there a few little ones do you have anything like that yeah you know that's a good question um when i think about it um you know i think back to uh probably i guess would say my my 15 year old year uh or 14 yeah i guess it'd be 14 year old year my my draft year so the draft and the dub was was a little early like they draft guys early so it's kind of mm-hmm. hard like to know like if a guy's gonna pan out or not pan out or not because like not not everyone does because you know some guys grow some guys don't you know so sure i definitely remember when i was young and you know i didn't even really think of i wasn't thinking of the WHO. i was just enjoying enjoying life man just playing hockey like I, i'm a small town kid just you know so eager to to explore and, and you know you know meet new people do new things and just play everywhere and i think the biggest thing for me was when i uh you know i got i think it was my first phone call I was just playing that year, man, just having fun. And I got a phone call from a scout, and I think it was Seattle Thunderbirds, my first call. And they called me, and uh, it was just like, damn, like, that's cool. <laughs> like, like, all right, like, this guy's calling me. He's pumping my tires, telling me how much he likes me and wants to play with me. And I'm just like, oh, that's just, like, injected me with confidence. I was like, okay, like, dang, like, this is for real. Like, you know, maybe, maybe you know, I might be in the dub. Maybe you just keep your head down, keep working. And then they just rolled in after that. Like, it was just that whole year was just kind of like, okay, like, this is serious now. Like, you know, like, I, I might be getting drafted. Like, I have an opportunity. Like, you know, this is the step. This is the step everyone has to take. So I think at that age was kind of like where I realized, like, you know, and I had to make that decision between hockey and baseball. I'm like, okay, well, like, I'm mm-hmm. here now. Like, I got to choose. Like, this is like, you know, it's my life. So as a young kid, I never really thought about that. I never you know, always, you always say you dream of playing the NHL, want to play in the NHL, but I never looked too far ahead. I was always just living in it, man, just enjoying time, like playing every sport, just, you know, being active and not worrying about that other stuff, just going out there and having fun. So that was kind of, I guess, my, uh, you could say, eye-opening where I was like, all right, this is this could be it. So, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's – that's incredible too, especially at such a young age to get, you know, drafted like that into the dub. And then, I mean, looking at your, uh, your experience there, I mean, playing, playing for Brandon, like how, how was that through your journey there? I mean, looking at some of the teammates you had, I mean, obviously yourself and some other guys there getting drafted in the NHL, just some incredibly talented guys coming through that program in Brandon. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's obviously a program just enriched in history, um, you know, from, 19 they've been around forever um but um there's been some amazing players to come through there's gonna be amazing players to continue to come through they uh it's a first class organization they run things well there it's it's a crazy hockey city i i live there still in the summertime i love it um got a ton of friends family around the area so um when i was drafted there it's kind of funny i um i actually wasn't it's probably one of the only teams i didn't talk to and I think back on it, and I know Kelly. Obviously, Kelly's the GM in there. Kelly's smart, but smart guy. He's he's obviously a very smart hockey guy. Everyone knows that he he he's very good at what he does. He's built very good teams, and uh, you know, I kind of think like it was kind of like maybe almost like a move, like don't talk to him. So then maybe he's not saying I'm talking to him. Like kind of like keep me, yeah. trying to like hide me because I know Kelly, I know Kelly's seen me play lots. Like 
yeah. he would I would I would be playing at a game in Verdon, Manitoba, or Bertle, Manitoba, in this tiny rain, cold at like eight a.m. for a game, and Kelly McCrimmon would be in the stands, and like I could see him, like everyone would be like it's Kelly McCrimmon. So he <laughs> he watched me, he he seen me, so and that and that's the thing where people like I mean obviously you guys are from the states, but if you're from around our area, he's kind of like that. That guy that just finds those guys, like he's found multiple guys. He had Mount Calvert, a bunch of other guys. Like he, he find guys that, that that can play and compete and he sees in them. And I think, I think obviously, you know, he he spotted me and he um, he had his eyes on me. And uh, yeah, when when I got picked, I I had really had no idea. I had my one buddy called me before I was even drafted. Uh, he was drafted fourth overall to Kamloops that year. And he congratulated me, and I was all confused because I was in Edmonton for like a summer hockey tournament playing. And he's like, "Yeah, you're going to Brown." I was like, "What?" Like I was all like, "No way!" I was, then I was all fired up, and then obviously <laughs> ten minutes later, like I get a call from Kelly. So I was like, trying to act surprised, but I knew I was like, "Yeah, like I know." Like my buddy somehow knew he like seen it, but then he called and it's like welcoming me, and and it was awesome. And then from there, it was just kind of like get to work. I. uh I moved to Brandon that summer. Um, my agent set me up uh, with a with a trainer there, and uh, you know we got to work. I, uh, I put on twenty pounds of muscle that that summer. Went from one sixty wow. to one eight one eighty, and uh, a lot of guys thought I was on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, honestly, my, my trainer was nuts. He he had me uh, he had me working hard. We were doing two a days. I was crushing four protein shakes a day. You name it, man. I was I was doing it. I was just this eager kid, just ready to work. Um, and yeah, that, that definitely helped me, um, going into my first year, just, you know, with all that, uh, all that extra weight and that speed just helped me, you know, compete out there. So it was, uh, yeah, as soon as I got that phone call, it was just kind of like, all right, well, got my team, this is my opportunity. Let's, you know, let's do this. So, and then from there, it's just, you know, yeah, lots, lots, lots of good times in, in, in history, I guess. Right, man. So I'm always curious. I mean, uh, you're obviously Canadian. What was that first thing? Like, you know, you mentioned, you know, your agent setting you up and Brandon and stuff like what, when was that call made? When did you first see, like, I'm sure that was another moment where you're like, holy shit, like uh, agent trying to like get you like someone to try to represent you. So like, what, t- walk us through that. So I'm very curious about that. These agents, they, 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 especially nowadays, they're trying to get kids early, man. These kids are getting locked up pretty early and, and they have to, because, you know, like, kids are so good you got to find them while they're younger or else they go somewhere so for me I had one other agent talk to me from a fairly big agency but when he came I just kind of talked to my family and you know I just kind of got this vibe where like I don't know if this is the guy for me like they they have such a big agency with all these guys like am I a priority to them like we just didn't feel that way I was just like ah like we want someone that's going to feel like family kind of like sort of like that thing so we just kind of held off we didn't make a decision and then uh when I got drafted I went to a weekend game when I was 15 and uh, Kelly like was like, yeah, you come, you'll sit up in the box. I want you to watch the game, blah, blah, blah. One of their prospects. So I watched the game. He's like, I want you to meet, I want you to meet uh, one of our, like whatever these, he had a couple guys, like these agents. Sure. But I met up with him and he was a smaller agent. Um, he's had, he's had, he has a few good clients. He's got Chandler Stevenson now, like Michael Furland. He's had Dorset, a bunch of guys. Um, but he's a smaller agency and, uh, you know, we had a chat and just from chatting with him off the first, first rep, I just knew he was the guy like, you know, he's just, uh, he's just a down to earth, you know, guy just similar to me, you know, from a smaller, smaller town, just understands Mm -hmm. it. And, uh, you know, just felt a good connection. 
and uh, we had a chat and he's like, I'll, I'm going to take care of you and, and, you know, and it'll pay off. And then down the road, he's like, you can take care of me or whatever. And <laughs> sure enough, he, he, like I said, he set me up, he paid for my whole training, which was expensive. Like as a yeah. kid, you, you know, it's, it's probably 15, $20,000 to train and all the supplements and living. So he took care of all of that and just made it easy on my family. Cause obviously <coughs> I got four other siblings and, and, and whatnot. It's just a lot. Like it's, it's a lot to, for kids to do that. And you know, he, he, he set me up with the best of the best. And, um, and like I said, I just had an unbelievable summer really helped for my rookie year and yeah, made the team out of camp and just, uh, and I, I've been with him ever since. I'm still with him, you know, loyal to him. He's been loyal to me. It's been, uh, you know, we have got a great relationship and, you know, we will for the rest of our lives. So thankful that I was able to do that. I know it's not always that smooth with, with guys and agents yeah. and everything. So, you know, I've just been thankful for that. And, um, yeah, it's been good, man. It's been really good. Oh, man, that's that's so cool. Glad to hear that, too, that, yeah. that you know, you had that hunch with the other agent. It just, like, you know, you were patient and stuff. So, yeah. no, that's, that's fucking fantastic, man. I mean, I got to ask too, um, you know, we, we've obviously talked for a while, you and I, I mean, we, we worked a little bit on, you know, with the, the apparel line for you before you were still in Ottawa at the time, yeah, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure there'll be more to come on that, but yeah, yeah, yeah we're working. We've got some shit going yeah, on. Yeah. I mean, I'm always curious to, you know. <laughs> I mentioned this, we had Josh Kessner on last week, um, who we also did some similar with, but I'm always curious because, you know, as someone who always dreamt to be a pro athlete, didn't get there. You obviously did like even talking and getting like some samples made a few things like that of like a clothing line in your name. Like, what was that like for you? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's cool. Obviously. Um, I think the coolest thing is just, you know, to see your fans and, and to see the people that have watched you and supported you, you know, wear it and, and, and they love it. I mean, I've got so many friends that ha have from day one, you know, been there and watched me and supported me and wanted nothing but the best for me. So to be able to see them, you know, rocking it with, with pride and, and doing that is just, you know, it's, it's super cool. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I guess kind of one of those kind of little bit surreal moments. I mean, obviously anyone could essentially like make a clothing brand, but at the same time, like, you know, you kind of want a clothing brand that, uh, you know, is done the right way. And like, you got people who rock it. Like that's, I think that's the coolest part about it is, you know, having people who actually support it and support me. It's just such a blessing. I'm so thankful that, uh, that I have a, a, a fan, a fan base like that and a group of family and friends that are, are so, so supportive of me. So, um, yeah, I think that's probably the coolest part is just, uh, you know, being able to see them, you know, in it. Yeah, that, that's awesome. I, I always, you know, when I'm lucky enough to have somebody on that we've worked with like that, I always have to ask, cause I would imagine just from my unknowing perspective, that would be another one of those like, whoa, moments <laughs> a little bit, yeah. but, um, I mean, I want to I want to bring Tudes back in. I mentioned he's our elite prospects guy. So I mean, after you you had a couple years in brand, you obviously lit it up regular season and playoffs. But you know, walk you know walk us through a little bit. You know that that switch from the WHL to the AHL. Yeah, um, it was obviously it was a big switch. I mean, coming off uh, such a, a crazy year of of so many. Uh, 
milestones of, of success and, and winning the league and, and, and all that, obviously you're just on this major high, right? You're, you, you feel like, I mean, I guess in some cases, like for me, like that year, it just felt like, uh, I felt like it was one of the best, I guess you could say, like, I mean, our team was so good though. My linemates I played with were so good. It was just, it just felt easy. It was just kind of, I guess how probably McDavid feels all the time. Like it, it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was awesome, man. Um, and, and I'll have those memories forever. And, you know, those are some of the best, you know, years of my life. And, you know, you have such a tight knit group in junior. Cause you know, especially for us and Brandon, like our travel was crazy. Like we'd be on bus for like, Oh man, our closest road trip was four hours, but we'd be on the bus for 28 hours. Sometimes to go out to the States or to go to BC, but we had a sleeper bus. So it was kind of cool, but you know, you just bond so, so much with the guys. And, and I think that was just the coolest part was just, you know, becoming family and getting to know these guys and, you know, going to war for everyone. And, and, um, that, then you switch over to the A and, uh, you know, I guess obviously you're still playing hockey and whatever, but it's, it's more so of a, a job. Like you're trying to reach that next level. Like, that next some guys just that next contract it's uh it's a job essentially like you're you know you're fighting for your career so i think you know when i when i took that for that next step to the hl you're playing against men too like i mean you play against 16 to 20 year old but when you get to the a you're playing against like 27 28 30 you're, you're playing against men like guys yeah guys that are like they're tough they're they're bigger they're stronger everything like it's just it's just a little bit tougher game so you know my, that first year of the a was definitely uh definitely one that I'll, I'll never forget it was uh it was tough i mean it, it was fun um stressful lots it was everything you know you you want it you want to perform like especially after the year i'm coming off you know you you think you're going to go there and you're going to light it up but reality is it's not that easy it's 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 a hard hard league to get points and that league is hard man you guys play it's more shut down it's, it's just a hard league to play in like it's a grind it's a grind so um yeah it was it was, uh, you know, learned a lot, um, uh, matured a lot, um, and just, you know, still had that drive to make it to the next level. Every day you wake up, you're hoping to get that call. You're hoping uh, something happens, whatever, because you're just hungry. You're young, but at the same time, it's a process. You try to be patient because you got to be patient sometimes. You know, even if you are a top-end guy, you're playing well and stuff, you don't just get called up. It doesn't always work like that. So yeah. um, it was uh, it was lots of growing, so. Uh, yeah, I spent a good two and I guess two and a half years. Probably a year of it was kind of injured. I unfortunately broke my hand and then missed a little injury too. But other than that, you know, was able to get over a hundred games. I think just over a hundred games uh, in the AHL. So was able to get a good taste of you know what 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 that you know side of pro hockey is like. Yeah, Jim, I'm always fascinated and kind of want to ask you what the dynamic is being. Um, you know, someone that came in, you know, great junior career coming into the AHL and obviously you have that bond with your teammates, but, you know, like you said, you're fighting for jobs and the reality of the situation is everybody on that AHL squad wants to get called up to the show. And, you know, what, what's the dynamic in the locker room? Does that get tense as guys are performing better or slipping a little? How, do, how does that kind of work with you guys? Well, that's exactly it, right? Um everyone's trying to make it to the next level everyone's it's you're fighting for jobs and, and not even make it to the next level like some guys are fighting to stay at that level that are coming up like there's east coast columns right so it can get a little tense you, you try not to let that get in the way you try and just go out there have fun and, and play but at the same time like it's a little bit of a 
you know, you, you, you're going out there and you, you're trying to do your best. You're worried about you. You have to be worried about you. You, you try not to be, you know, worried about other guys' games or whatever. It's just a little different. Like, you got to be, you know, selfish in a sense because, you know, you're fighting for your job. You're fighting for your career, whether that's staying there, getting to the next level. Like, you know, you're still going to go out there. You're going to be a good teammate, all that stuff. But at the same time, like, you got to be hungry, you know. You got to be hungry for yourself to make it there because, it's a doggy dog world. Guys are coming for your jobs. That's just the reality of it. Everyone knows it. Um, so you just got to make sure you, you put your best foot out there for, uh, you know, every time you get, um, you know, if you get an opportunity to, to play on the power play, to play in there, you, you better make the most of it because the next guy's coming in he's, and he's going to try and do the same thing. It's just the harsh reality of it, right? Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a tough dynamic. But, I mean, you know, that, that's sports at any level when you're trying to get to where you're yeah. at. And- I yeah, mean, but you're, you're still out there, you know, you, it's not, that doesn't mean you're going to be a bad guy. You're still out there. You're going to be a good guy. Like I have tons of friends from there, but at the same time, like you just got to be hungry. Like you don't want to be content just playing in the, in the AHL or playing in the minors. Like you want to be hungry to make it to the next, next level. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you try not to get too comfortable. Now on the, uh, in, in your journey here, spending some time at the highest level in the NHL with Florida, Ottawa, now with Vancouver, have you had like an have you had an oh shit moment where you met a player that you kind of looked up to as a kid or someone on a coaching staff a GM that you were like damn like I'm here and I'm talking to this guy have you had that kind of moment Yeah so that that I definitely have that moment it's it'll always be that one moment um you know right when I got called up uh it was I think it was just before Christmas time so it basically felt like Christmas for for me obviously it was, <laughs> it was insane I was I was called up, but I played. I played on Hockey Night in Canada my first game, which was you know something I'll never forget against Toronto. Um, you know that's a team I, I grew up watching wow. all the time. They weren't my favorite team, but it was it was super super cool. But I think the moment that for sure was kind of like like you said, oh shit, was it's my fifth game. Um, I'd never been to Chicago before. I grew up cheering for Chicago in their cup runs. I was just kind of like my age. I was like twelve, thirteen. That's when you know I was. You know, you watch a little more than I would when I was younger because I was just playing all the time. Like, I just didn't watch a ton of TV. I was just always doing something. But, you know, when I was kind of that age, it was kind of like, okay, you're watching these guys on TV all the time. And and I, I Patrick Kane, my favorite player, always been my favorite player. Um, just loved watching him play. I think he's amazing what he does. It's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's just unreal. And, um, yeah, it was like game we got to Chicago. I remember coming in that night. We got in late because we were playing somewhere else that night can't remember exactly where but we got in late we were driving in and i was like damn this city's insane like i don't know if you guys have been to chicago but yeah. when you're driving into chicago man it's beautiful dude it's yeah. just it is it's one of a kind city it's so beautiful so i was like okay like i'm here like chicago grew up here i was like all right so i got in got to the hotel like went out for a national league meal with a couple of the guys took me out like crazy i'm just like this is nuts like this this life is is nuts and, uh, you know, had a good sleep. Well, not really. I couldn't really sleep because I was so excited to play the next night. All right. And, yeah, the next night, um, I remember lining up there for one of the draws. And uh, Patty Kane was across the way. And I just looked at him. And I met him when I was younger. When I was 18, I went to a Jets game. And my agent hooked it up because he had Crawford. And I could go after to see him. And we chatted oh, and took wow. a picture together, which That's is awesome. cool. And then that was when I was young. When I was 18, I told him, I was like, you'll see me one day. Well, they'll be there, oh. man, like whatever. And sure enough, I've yeah pulled up next to him, and he looked at me, smile, and I saw him. I was just like, couldn't believe it. Didn't really say much. Just like, hey, what's up? Yeah, go on to score two goals that game. 
Um, it's a crazy night, man. I, I, I scored two goals. We got the win. I got the uh, our team player of the game, I guess, that guys give out after the game and whatever it is. For Every team's different. So that was just kind of that moment where I was like, I couldn't believe it afterwards, dude. I was just was like, oh, when am I going to wake up? Like, this is sad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, just fucking so had two ties, like, against Patty Kane. Like, it was crazy, man. So that was definitely that moment. Did you have uh, Did you have any of the two tucks when you rolled up against them and gave them the little, hey, the little smile that you just mentioned? No, I didn't get the two tucks yet. So that was, fired you up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fired you up there. I'll show him. I was like, he'll know that. I he'll remember. Make him notice. I was like, I got to make him notice. So. Yeah. Sure did, enough, you send, did you send him a signed stick after the game? I should have. No, I probably yeah. asked for one. <laughs> oh, my God. No, no, I probably asked for one. I, uh, yeah, I probably. I think I actually have one of his sticks uh, later. I got a few guys' sticks. Marlowe's a bunch of different guys I've asked. Just Marlo, it's, wow. It's super amazing to, you know, yeah. some of these guys were playing before. I mean, Mar- Marlowe is incredible, right? I mean, breaking the the games played record a couple weeks ago. I mean, just, I mean, from your experience too, playing, you know, a few years now in the league, I mean, how, can you wrap your head around how many games that guy's played? At the level? <laughs> no. Well, no. it's hard, man. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's like really incredible. That's, I don't know if anyone will ever beat that. It's especially nowadays, like such a fast, hard game. Like, I mean, it was back then, but it's, it's hard to see in the league that, young guys coming up like it's it's tough like it's not easy so for him to to be able to do it for that long and and not only do it like to be like consistently good and helpful for his team is just you know hats off to him um i've been fortunate enough to play against him actually quite a few times and i've lined up lined up against him too and uh yeah i've definitely said a few things well i got a sick from him and I just was like, Patty, like, I was watching you, and I was like, eight, hey, eh? Like, and he was laughing. Like, just like, go, just, just little things. Like, I don't know, I like to, like, you know, those guys, you know, you can't, you got to remind them, like, how cool it is and yeah. how amazing it is what they do. So, uh, I think, you know, he enjoyed that. smiled, chuckled, had a little chat, but he was, uh, he has, you know, a consummate gentleman. He, you know, gave me a stick, super cool, and, um, yeah, it's it nice. Is there, is there a teammate that's kind of <coughs> taken you under their wing and shown you the ropes in, in the NHL game and kind of helped you along the way so far? Yeah, when I was in Florida, I had a few guys like that. Um, I was really, really good friends with Uyghur, uh Ekblad. He was really, really helpful with me. Um, just a couple to name the few. Um, uh, Bobrovsky was super awesome when he got there and I was there. Uh, Huberto. Uh, and name name a lot of those guys. They're all all super awesome for me. You know, entering the league there, and just you know, you know, letting me be me, and uh, and, and just yeah, being good friends and supportive, and uh, you know, um, you know, just uh, helping me, uh, you know, I guess feel welcome because you know, as a rookie, you you know, you're just nervous. You want to stay, you whatever. And these guys yeah. were awesome. They were they were super welcoming and made me feel that way. Bobrovsky was cool. That's interesting. You always yeah, wonder about the goalies. Yeah, yeah he, that was the last guy I, I I went up for a really nice dinner. He took me out. He actually owed me. I we bet on the World Junior game, Canada Russian, and, <laughs> um, and he took me out for a very 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 nice dinner. Um, we had a great time and had really 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 nice bottle of wine. Oh, I can't imagine how much it was. And <laughs> and we uh, we had an unbelievable night. Just shot the shit and it was just the coolest thing ever i mean guys uh guys amazing i mean obviously he's one of the best and uh and he's just 
an awesome, awesome, awesome guy. So I can't say enough good things about him. So that was super cool that I was able to, you know, you know, do that right before I uh, ended up leaving Florida. Yeah, I. Has there been? You know, we talked. We just talked, obviously, a little bit of you know role models, you know, veterans as you get into the league. Do you was the, you know, as far as like transitions and stuff, we talked about it from the W to the A, right? But you know, going to the National League, like what? Did you find the on ice transition was tougher or like off ice and how to be like the top tier professional? Was there, you know, were there lessons there? Was one harder than the other? Yeah. Um, honestly, like the HL is a very good league. So, like, I don't think it gets enough props sometimes. Like, you know, I mean, the sure. guys are right there, the next guys that are going to play in the best league in the world. So, you know, it's it's a very, very hard league to play in. Guys are very good. They're hungry. Like, like guys are hungry, man. Like, they're going out there. They're trying to make the next level. Like, they're going balls out every night. Like, it's it's a war out there some nights. So, I think that's, you know, what makes the AHL so tough. But at the same time, the on-ice transition to the NHL, it, it, it was it was actually pretty smooth. Like, obviously, I was a little nervous to, to, to start with. And, you know, you don't want to, you know, make mistakes because you don't want to get sent you know what i mean like right. you don't want to go back down you, yeah you don't want to go back down you're there whatever so i think that part of it that pressure and that whatever is is tough to 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 handle but i think you know we play the game you just try and forget about that and just you know go out there and have fun so but i think when it comes to like playing guys are so good at the nhl level when it comes to like the little things the passing the details being in the right spot just all that all that so i think that was kind of easy because like like damn like that was a sick pass. This guy just hit me right on tape, like in stride. Like sometimes, like it's just not always like that at, at every level because these guys are the best of the best. So, like, you feed a guy, he makes a sick movie score. Like, that was just kind of the thing I noticed the most was just like, you know, how good everyone is. Like, everyone is so good. Uh, so, um, that's probably the biggest difference. And then when it comes to off ice, like, the being in the NHL will never get old. Like, I'll never take it for granted. It's, it's insane. Like, um, especially being a kid that comes from a town of 2,500 to living the life I do now is just, you know, sometimes you have to pinch yourself and it's, oh, yeah, it's pretty incredible. Um, you get treated like you wouldn't believe. Um, you fly private, you have friggin' four different course meals on your plane. You, like, it's just crazy, man. It's, it's, it's incredible. So I, I love it. Um, I don't take any days for granted. Um, I know how special it is to be here and do and do this. So, um, yeah. So every day to me is just uh, like I said, I guess cliche, but it's a Friday every day, and it's just amazing. Yeah, dude. I mean, just like I've mentioned, we've been trying to set this up for a while. Even listening to you now, like it's obvious you know when to like take that moment and celebrate like an accomplishment or a victory. But you seem where I think a lot of us here, a lot of us at Just Dishon can relate. You appreciate that moment. But then you're like back to work. Like I want to keep having these sort of that sort of mentality. That's really yeah, cool. Man. Man. That's you key. Can't, I yeah, feel like yeah. you can't get too satisfied or too comfortable in, in life because you know that's when uh, it'll catch up to you and, and you know it can be gone. It can be, you know, or just you know it's not the same. You know, you always gotta be hungry. You always you know you always gotta be wanting more. Um, like I'm here now, but you know I want to I want to do what I did. You know, in the minors and in the WHL at this level because I know I can. And I feel like, uh, I feel like again, you have to have that confidence. So, you know, that's what just motivates me every day is just, you know, now, you know, you want to, you want to be the best, man. You want to, everyone wants to be the best. You want to, you know, go out there. You want to help your team win. You want to, 
yeah, just just want to be the yeah. best, dude. You got to be. You got to have that mindset. Yeah, dude. I mean, even over the you know the summer, the off season, we, seeing you train with like Nolan Patrick and stuff, like you know, you, yeah, it's cliche, like throw up stories working out and stuff but i mean it's obvious you know you're putting the work in it's paying off and it's just making you hungrier man i'm I'm really happy for you and i hope it continues but i mean i wanted to we kind of glossed over a couple of your past teammates especially in florida i have to ask about keith yandel i mean he's quite notorious i mean we talked about marlo's streak too i mean the iron man streak yans has gone i mean what was the experience like being around him yeah, Jens is one of a kind. Um, obviously, what he's done with with hockey and his Ironman streak is incredible. Incredible, it, yeah. It's pretty much sums it up. Um, <laughs> he he is, and he's he's an unbelievable hockey player, man. Like, yeah, you see what he does out there, the passes he makes, the plays he makes. It's just it's fun to watch. And I was, you know, able to have a front row seat for a while. But as as a guy, Jens is, you know, he's one of the best. He uh, he's probably the wittiest guy I've ever met. <laughs> um he he cracks some funny jokes that'll just have you on the floor laughing uh and he's he's a hell of a storyteller uh he he remembers everything and and things guys tell him so you know just such a cool guy to be around um he was nothing but good to me uh messed around with me a lot but only only in good fun um we had good times together and uh you know well like pranks did he get you yeah pranks just little things he's always he, I was, his, I was his boy. He was, he was always doing little things, you know. Just, just yeah, any good know, ones you really can share. Good. What's that? Any good ones you can share? Oh, oh. man, there's two. <laughs> well, I guess this probably isn't one. That's probably one he tells everyone. He, uh, <laughs> I mean, obviously, everyone always knew me as kind of like, I mean, I guess I just, like wiry, like I'm always like full energy, like that fun, like always, you know, whatever, like that. And and he was holding a, a Thanksgiving. <laughs> party and uh we were all there for uh for dinner enjoying some wine having fun he had everyone over at a beautiful house there in florida along the the canals oh, and we were sitting outside and they had a bunch of like tables and stuff and uh and uh and he's got two little daughters that are just firecrackers that are hilarious they're 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 awesome and uh yeah i got up and and he had like a sliding screen door like obviously for like and i couldn't like i had a couple oh, a couple glasses of wine but i'm walking to go into the kitchen to grab something and then like there's people inside and i just walked straight through the screen door like <laughs> just broke like this like mesh screen door like walked right through it and like oh, i just went beat red and like everyone's dying laughing he's like cracking me up and then his little daughter comes up and she's like this is how you do it <laughs> opens the door goes through it i was like oh I'm like <laughs> yeah he always gives it to she's already right got so much of keith in her that's amazing oh, it's you yeah it's it's actually amazing how much of keith she, they have in them and they're they're little witty funny guys but like i said there's there's too many there's too many times to count uh with funny things he does at the rink and on the plane all that like oh man there's just too many funny things but that's that's a good one that he would have a chocolate at that he uh he he's probably told I mean I know I heard a couple of guys that I've played with now that know him that have known that story and stuff. So that's a good one with him that you know it's probably one of the better ones that we'll remember together. Um but uh yeah, I just remember him as just a, a funny, witty guy that's just yeah, always cracking jokes, always always keeping the mood light light in the room. Yeah. Those guys are important too. I mean, especially too when you one see of the best like team guys, man. Keep, yeah, keep, like keep them tight. 
dude the consistency he's brought and like the successful teams he's been on like yeah. that's so cool what, I mean, what other guys i mean you know you've had three different stops in the league what are some other guys that kind of emulate you know the professionalism yet keep things light, keep the boys loose in the room yeah um i mean he's obviously probably like up there with you know the best of them but uh when it comes to just like professionalism and stuff like when i was in florida like you know barkov like obviously he was our captain but like you know, that's the guy you just want to look look up to and follow, you know, just the work ethic, just, you know, the proper, the manners, everything, man. That guy is, uh, he, he is a pro um, and uh, he, and there's no surprise why he, he's as good as he is because he, he puts in the work and, and, uh, and he's an awesome guy. So he, he's a guy I definitely looked up to. I, I was, I was, I was just a short stop in, in um, Ottawa, but when I was there for a little bit, right before he got traded, I got to know Ennis a little bit and, you know, still talk to him a little bit. Um, and he was, uh, he's that guy that's just, you know, super, super funny, witty, um, just an awesome team guy to have around and, and still a pro he's been around forever. And, yeah. and he's always you know, been able to produce and, and be a, a great, you know, team guy. So he was awesome for me. And then I've been here in, in Vancouver, I guess, just for a short little bit, but uh, I guess when it comes to, Funny guys, oh man, there's a few guys. Uh, I mean, Sutter's pretty witty. Um, Millsy, uh, I don't know, I, we got a few guys like, but um, yeah, all these guys were awesome here. Um, they've been nothing but welcoming for me, uh, in, in my first year here, and uh, you know, I've loved it. Um, made some really good friendships so far. We've had some good times, even though it's been a kind of a weirder season, you don't really get to right. do too many like team events and get to know guys as much and and that's kind of unfortunate but that's just the way it is this year with covid but you still travel on the road we play cards on the plane um we do stuff like that so you get to get to hang out with the guys like that and and shoot the shit and stuff um hamannick has been a huge you know help for me just coming in here we're both manitoba boys from around that area he played with pulak for a while pulak's one of my best friends so we've been uh we've been uh yeah super tight here um He's always got a lot of good stories. He's a funny guy, and he he he's the definition of a pro. That guy, that guy knows how to do it. He's played uh, you know, seven hundred games almost in this league, and it's no surprise he he knows what to do. He knows his type of game, the way he plays, and he brings it every night. And that's something that I think uh, you know it's hard to find nowadays. So there's there's lots of guys I can name a bunch, but um, yeah, just to just to, to name a few, of those were probably the the guys I guess throughout uh, my journey and so far but yeah one guy in particular i wanted to ask you a little bit about because i don't i don't think he gets talked about enough in uh in the hockey community just <laughs> fans of, of different teams is your captain bo horvat what, yeah. what's like i mean he i feel like he doesn't get enough credit for how good of a player he really is he he might be one of the most down-to-earth guys out there um he is uh he is awesome and and like you said I don't think he does either. He plays against the top guys every single night, and, yeah. and and he shuts them down. And at the same time, he still produces too. He is he is awesome. He I mean, if you watch his games, he's so strong in the puck. He's smart. He's skilled. He's got a good shot. Like, it's pretty much got it all. He's got the whole package. Um, he is and and as a captain, like honestly, couldn't ask for a better captain. He's uh, like I said, he's the most down to earth guy. He's funny. He's you know still going. Like he's just he's awesome, man. He. Uh, you know, um, yeah, I, I really like Bo. He's, uh, I can't say enough good things about him. He actually, uh, he comes out to Brandon every year, and I didn't obviously know him 
uh, till like this year, but he comes out every year because his girl's big into horses and they do like a big horse show, Arabian horse show down there. And they come out and he always go, he golfs, I guess, with Pulak out at Shiloh. So now when that fires up again with COVID and when he comes down, we'll have to, have to take his money on the golf course. So there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's a big golfer and, and that. So I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, both, both awesome, dude. And I really can't say enough good things about him. And, and I agree. I don't really think he gets the, the credit he deserves sometimes. So, I mean, Jace, one thing I definitely didn't want to forget to ask, I mean, you're starting to see, I mean, I'm sure you've been aware of some of the stuff like the Coyotes are doing with, you know, the dress code and things. You obviously, and, you know, a lot of our listeners know what we push at Just Dish and with skate skins, obviously, too, the creativity, individuality, individual brands of players. What are your thoughts on that? Where do you see that going are you seeing that change in real time as a player in the league? Like, like, what do you, well, what are you seeing there? Well, I think everyone's kind of seeing it change. Um, I mean, never four or five years ago or like any time before that, like you don't see guys showing up in, in, in nice casual clothes. It's, it's always suit and tie. That's kind of just always been hockey and the kind of the way. And like, I think everyone knows that, but I think with this new generation, uh, upcoming and just like how, how media and how everything's changed the world, and you know sources of income and and all that i think i think it's got to go that way there's it's gonna sooner or later and it already has but like at the end of the day like there's so much money out there to be made and and then like you said guys like to express themselves and i'm not saying that's everyone like some guys may still wear a suit and tie and they just may feel that way and, and that's completely fine like good on them but at the end of the day you know for the guys that like to express themselves and and like you said they like to show off their their, their style, their clothing, um, get brand endorsements, just like push that. It's awesome. Like good on them. Like I, I, uh, I love that. I think that's super cool. I think, I think most guys would probably have a similar answer to that because, um, you know, we done it this year a little bit, um, where it's kind of like wear your work clothes or wear whatever, and then kind of just wear whatever, like some guys, you know, they would wear like the, the plaid shirt kind of going to work the blue collar. And then you got your guys who are a little like the high fashion and whatnot, which is awesome. I think it's cool to see personalities, um, through, through like their stuff, like just their like pictures and style. I think, I think the fans love that. Um, and I think you see it, you see it in the NBA, uh, especially it's just like how much revenue it can drive in and, and just, yeah, how cool it is, man. I think it's awesome. So, um, and for the skate scans, I, I think what you guys are doing is super cool. Uh, I, you already see it happening a little bit with Matthews and him kind of CCM doing some stuff a little bit to his skates and, and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, the guys do it for like black history month and certain things like, you know, yeah. I, I think it's, it can go that way. Like he, you, like teams, like can have maybe an all team style or something. I think it's really cool. Just add some style to the game. Um, so yeah i think it's all cool man i i'm all for it i uh um if you if you want to do it do it if you don't you don't but i think uh i think there's a a spot for it and i think um you know like i said i think there's uh a lot of uh a lot of opportunity for guys to to make money and just showcase their personality and uh you know i think guys like that awesome man hey look tutor you got anything else uh, I mean, I think I think we got through a lot here and, uh, you know, just incredible to have the opportunity to ask you about some of these things, your journey, some of the things you've been able to experience along the way. It's a blast listening to you. Hey, boys, I appreciate I appreciate all the questions you guys had me on. It was a blast and we'll have to do it again sometime. 
Yeah, we'll catch you in the off season or something. Yeah, maybe we'll get you up in the golf course too once the borders open up. Oh yeah, yeah. A we'll big golfer, boys. Oh, it. we love it too, man. We'll definitely awesome. do it up. I'll be in touch with you, man. Thank you so much once again for making time for us. This was an absolute blast. Good luck the rest of the way. Get after it, and like I said, we'll try and do this again in the off season. We'll have plenty awesome. more to talk about. Uh, it was my pleasure, boys. You guys take care. Good you luck too. tomorrow, man. See ya. Thank you. All right, boys. Peace.